Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Phasing out virus task force. We're now looking at a little bit of a different form. Clinical trial for possible vaccine. The beginning of trying to get to the end of the pandemic. Treatment while working for Justice Ginsburg. She'll hear arguments from her hospital bed. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. There's a Trump administration shift in the midst of a coronavirus pandemic that continues to take more than a thousand lives a day in this country. CBS News White House correspondent Paula Reed. The task force has done a phenomenal job. President Trump suggested his coronavirus task force of medical experts may be dissolved as the White House shifts its focus from saving lives to reopening the economy. Safety and opening will have a different group probably set up for that. President Trump continued to praise his own response to the pandemic while trying to shift blame to President Obama. Don't forget the cupboard was bare. The other administration, the last administration, left us nothing. Pressed on why he didn't do more to prepare, the president said he was busy. I have a lot of things going on. Uh, We had a lot of uh, people that refused to allow the country to be successful. Uh, They wasted a lot of time on Russia, Russia, Russia. That turned out to be a total hoax. I'm Stephen Portnoy. The president says it's possible more lives will be lost, but he insists social distancing will be the rule as Americans return to work. We can be in place, work in place, and also mitigate. He tells ABC he doesn't trust the projections that have emerged this week, forecasting 3,000 deaths per day, or 135,000 deaths total by August. These models have been so wrong from day one. Still, Mr. Trump says he's been struck by the massive loss of life. I mean, you're talking about filling up Yankee Stadium with death. And he insists it's powerfully affected him. I don't sleep at nights thinking about it. Dr. Rick Bright, the former federal point man on vaccines, has filed a formal whistleblower complaint as we hear from CBS's Weijia Jiang. Bright says he encountered resistance from HHS leadership, including Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar, who appeared intent on downplaying this catastrophic threat, and that Bright's persistent demands for urgent action had caused an S-storm. 
Bright also warned in January the U.S. would need 3.5 billion N95 masks and suggested putting together a disaster leadership group. New York City's venerable and massive subway system went silent overnight, round-the-clock service coming to a stop for several hours of disinfecting. System Chairman Patrick Foy says it'll continue till further notice. This is critical to ensure the health and safety of our employees and customers. It's the first planned closure in the subway's 115-year history. Correspondent Mola Lenghi reports this morning on a key test of an experimental COVID-19 vaccine. 360 healthy volunteers will initially get the two-dose treatment of Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech's clinical trial vaccine. It's the beginning of trying to get to the end of the pandemic. Dr. Edward Walsh from the University of Rochester Medical Center is helping run the study. What we learned from this vaccine study, even if not the final and end-all effective vaccine, will provide us data that will help move possibly other vaccines forward. A new study concluded that a mutated strain from Europe, which migrated to the East Coast, is more dominant than the original strain from China. Scientists from the National Lab in Los Alamos say that the new mutation is more contagious, creates more of the virus inside the body, and can reinfect COVID-19 survivors. Justices on the U.S. Supreme Court will hear a case remotely today. As CBS's Pam Coulter tells us, Ruth Bader Ginsburg will be in a hospital room. The 87-year-old Ginsburg will participate by phone as she recovers from a gallstone-related infection. The Affordable Care Act case involves Trump administration rules that allow more employers to cite a religious or moral objection to opt out of providing no-cost birth control to women without offering another way they can get coverage. Little Sisters of the Poor and Order of Roman Catholic Nuns has been instrumental in challenging Obama-era requirements. Doctors are seeing some children in intensive care with severe symptoms that could be linked to the coronavirus. Here's CBS's Dr. John LaPook. 14-year-old Jack McMorrow loves music and video games. Two weeks ago, a rash on his hands quickly led to a fever of over 104 degrees. He was rushed to the ICU and tested positive for COVID-19. John McMorrow is his father. His heart rate was over 160. It was the scariest point in my life. Researchers are now investigating COVID cases like Jack's and the symptoms of a mysterious illness. It resembles Kawasaki disease. Symptoms include persistent fever, rash, swollen lymph nodes, and inflammation of the heart, eyes, mouth, and skin. A federal judge has ordered New York's presidential primary has to take place as scheduled June 23rd. It had been canceled because of the virus pandemic. In Brunswick, Georgia, there have been protests over the lack of arrests in the February shooting death of Ahmad Arbery. CBS's Omar Villafranca says the death was caught on cell phone video. Arbery was confronted by Gregory McMichael and his son Travis, <laughs> who shot Arbery twice with a shotgun <laughs> before the 25-year-old collapsed and died. Arbery's mother, Wanda Jones. He was out for his daily jog and he was hunted down like an animal and killed. Gregory McMichael was the only witness in the police report. He told investigators Arbery violently attacked his son and the two fought over the shotgun before Travis shot him twice. Attorney Lee Merritt represents Arbery's family. Both of the McMichaels should be behind bars. McMichael is a former law enforcement officer who used to work for the local DA. Due to conflicts of interest, the case is now on its third prosecutor who says he will ask a grand jury to bring charges. A California appeals court has overturned most of a 2017 verdict 
that awarded Quincy Jones more than $9 million in royalties from Michael Jackson's estate. It was a battle over Jackson's songs produced by Jones that were used in a concert film and stage shows. The court stripped almost $7 million from the award. Airlines are scrambling to get passengers back on board as the pandemic takes a steep toll on travel. Frontier Airlines is offering passengers a new option for an extra 39 bucks. Frontier will make sure the seat next to you is empty. The airline is calling it a more room seat assignment with a confirmed empty middle seat. Designed for passengers who want extra peace of mind during the coronavirus pandemic or simply additional comfort. 18 more room seats will be made available on flights starting Friday and running through the end of August. Jim Shenaby, CBS News. Many people who've been staying home have been watching more television, and it turns out the pandemic has been good for the Food Network. Its ratings were up 25% last month over the same time a year ago. HGTV says viewership was up 22%. Both networks have adjusted programming or are planning to to cater to the new normal. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, T-G-I-T. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.